So, uh, a very warm welcome then to episode 7 of the Request 2021 podcast. Um, we launched the podcast back in November 2019, so there's now another six uh, previous episodes that you can listen to in the archive. Uh, in this episode, we have another extract uh, from the presentation that I did to the Medway Town Scout Active Support. Um, and this time it's focusing on the 1921 Scout Selection Process uh, by Shackleton. Um, we also have the first of our Request 2021 interviews uh, with one of our Scottish participants, uh, and that's Emma Johnston from Aberdeen. Um, but first, uh, as we've been celebrating the fact that we uh, passed the 50% mark of our 110 thousand pound target this week um, we're going to start with a feature um, on our fundraising so far and uh, and our plans to raise the other fifty five thousand off we go So really excited to report that we've just exceeded 55,000 in our fundraising as of this week. Um, however, lockdown really has taken its toll and um, we've already had to postpone uh, quite a few of our fundraising activities. Our uh, Another Antarctica presentation evening, um, we had our grand fundraising dinner. We've had to postpone that for now. Um, and also a, a big sponsored rowathon that we had planned for August. Uh, we're going to have to put on hold for now. Uh, but anyway, uh, we've been doing what we can and uh, and keeping persevering. Um, so here's a bit of a roundup of some of the fundraising we've done so far. Um, well, first up is our, our blue penguin badges. Uh, they've been the staple of our fundraising. Um, they're only £2. Um, they are available on eBay. And uh, we've been selling them and sending them all over the world. It's really exciting to be sending them out to the Falkland Islands, to Australia, America. Um, so our blue penguin badge, uh, Shackleton the Penguin, is now very well travelled um, and promoting our project all over the world. So uh, we're proud of him. Now there is a also a limited edition gold uh, Shackleton the Penguin badge, um, and those are five pounds. Um, also available on eBay, um, and there were only about 160 produced. Uh, so when they are gone, they are gone. We're not going to produce them again. Um, so at the time of putting out this episode of the the podcast in in May 2020, uh, there are now only a dozen left. So uh, when they're gone, they're gone. So uh, if you do want a gold limited edition uh, Shackleton the Penguin badge, uh, then I'd get onto eBay now. Um, also on eBay, uh, we've been selling all sorts of uh, merchandise. So we've we've got the Christmas cards that Matt produced, um, greetings cards that were produced by Tony Malone for us, um, leather penguin woggles um so uh, if you're into collecting scout woggles we've got a leather penguin woggle um with shackleton on it um we've got friendship bracelets that were produced for us by the scouts of uganda um penguin stickers um so uh, if you want to get some stickers for the kids of all the antarctic penguins 
Um, so just search on eBay for Request 2021, all one word, and you'll find all of that uh, on eBay. Um, and we so far have done a lot of fundraising fun around selling the rights to Antarctic glaciers. So we've sold the camping rights to over 77 of the named Antarctic glaciers, but there's loads more available. Um, and if you buy your own Antarctic glacier or you buy it as a gift for someone, uh, you get a laminated certificate, uh, which includes a woven Shackleton the Penguin badge. Um, it also has details of the longitude and latitude of your glacier. Uh, so you can go and camp on, on your glacier any time you like down in Antarctica, um, weather permitting, of course. Uh, most recently, we've produced a uh, very exciting, our own special pack of Antarctica top trumps. Uh, and those have got cards with Antarctic penguins on, uh, seals, whales, and all the Antarctic birds. Um, so those are £12.49 plus package and posting. Um, and again, available on eBay. And we've got uh, lots of plans for other merchandise and fun things to sell soon. So watch this space. So as well as selling all the merchandise, um, we've held quizzes um, and tombolas and raffles. Um, also, I did a, a sponsored penguin pedal, um, which was over 230 miles I cycled to every scout district in Kent. Um, so that was... Uh, uh, a year or two back um, and then Silas and Seb I wanted to mention them two young scouts from Medway Towns uh, they did a hundred mile sail for us and a hundred mile swim for us no mean feat for both um, and raised loads of money for the project so we're really grateful to them and on top of that of course we've had kind sponsorship from uh, a whole host of individuals and organizations and we're really extremely grateful for every penny that uh, has been donated right so okay earlier in the year i did a presentation up in walderslade to the medway town scouts active support uh, so next up is another extract um, from the presentation that i did uh, this time is focusing on the 1921 scout selection process by Shackleton. So they had the selection and uh, here are the 10 scouts. Uh, we've also got Percy Everett who's the deputy chief scout um, and we've got uh, the secretary of the scout association Major Wade. Uh, along with Ernest Shackleton in the middle. Uh, there's James Marr, um, clearly one of the two that got selected, and there's Norman Mooney. At which point I then drew a bit of a blank on who the other ones were. I finally found a list, and it turns out one of them's from Kent. So, <laughs> so does anyone want to please ha have a guess at which one's from Kent? Looking at them. <laughs> the funny one is looking one they said. Well, the left hand side. Yeah, yeah no, it's not him. <laughs> okay. Um, so for about two and a half, three years, I had no idea who the other eight were. I knew that one of them was a Kent, but I didn't know what he looked like, so I didn't know which he was. And then finally, uh, somebody kindly sent me this in the post. 
the daily graphic, on, uh, which was a, um, around August 2000, uh, 1921, and it clearly tells you what each one was. And here is Ernest Bromley, great name for Kent, Ernest Bromley. <laughs> so here, here, here's our Kent representation on the night, okay, so uh, on the day. So these are, these are the ten that went for selection, and I now know exactly, because of some kind gentleman who sent me this in the post, I now know exactly who, uh, who's who. Um, so we've got all, all the names. Um, but uh, it was the two from Scotland that got selected. Which group was it from? Which group was? The Kent one. The Kent one is from Sheppey, Sixth Sheppey. Sixth Sheppey. Yeah, Sixth Sheppey. Um, yeah, good question. If anyone wants to ask questions, I should have said it any time, please yeah. feel free to chip in. So here's uh, Shackleton. Worth mentioning that Baden Powell, clearly not, not present on the day, he was apparently doing some other scouting business in Paris at the time, so he nominated his deputy uh, to meet with Shackleton and the scouts uh, to do the selection. So I've got some actual letters here, uh, which again, if you want to look at the facsimiles of them, they're on the desk over there afterwards. And uh, this is a letter to um, Baden Powell. Uh, from Shackleton and another letter to Baden-Powell from Shackleton around the time and these are in the Scout Association archives um, who kindly allowed me to uh, uh, copy them. So there's Shackleton with the final two that got selected and Brit, uh, BP did play a little part, he wrote to the two of them, just give you a moment to read that. Oh, quite a bit of responsibility on these two young shoulders, I think. So, one by one, uh, we've been interviewing the team of ten of us that are going to Antarctica. Uh, there are five in the uh, previous episodes of the podcast. Um, so now we have uh, our Request 2021 interview with Emma Johnston from Aberdeen. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I have finally just uh -huh. finished my degree in genetics and immunology. Wow. Genetics and immun well, immunology. immunology. Tell yeah. us a bit more about that. Um, it's pretty apt for the current climate we're in. Uh -huh. um, essentially, I've been studying everything from how we look, how we look. Yeah. To fish in Antarctica are oh, able wow. to survive... I those temperatures it's mm -hmm. a gene they have developed they've evolved it's the right word um to be able to survive there so we've been looking at things like that but also looking at how we can fight off things such as like a simple cut so we've been really doing the whole whole human body top to bottom okay it's been amazing um so yeah let's finish that um and outside of that i run beavers in bridgeton uh-huh. I run Beavers Monday nights and yeah, we just have a So your test. beavers are missing you at the moment then? I know, and I'm I'm moving house actually in the summer. Yeah, you said, yeah. Okay. So it could have been my last beaver meeting and I didn't know it. Oh no. Oh that that's that's terrible when you have the I've I've had that with the last class 
you know, where I'm teaching and I have the last class and then I'm never going to see him again, but you didn't know it was the last one. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I get that. Oh, that's sad. It's a horrible feeling. Yeah, it is. <laughs> my partner's family are up here, so we will be uh -huh. back yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. So, and things like having camps that I'd been involved in the planning with and knowing that they're not going to happen, it's been a bit disappointing. So has, but... has coronavirus affected your move? Possibly, yes. Yeah. Especially sort of the financial side of things. Mm -hmm. Being able, my original plan, as I'm sure a lot of students have thought about, is well, once I've finished university, I'll find a part time, a full time job, sorry, in the summer. Yeah. Full time, and then I've got enough money to start doing whatever I want to do in August, September time. Um, what job are you thinking of doing with this degree? Well, I'm taking a bit of a, a bit of a swerve, uh -huh. changing my course slightly, and I'm actually going to study primary teaching. Oh yeah, okay. All right. So, and that's kind of where the idea of my project stems from as well. Of course, of, yeah, with the children's book. Yeah. Oh. With the children's books, yeah. yeah. I'm really excited about your project. We need to get you talking to Tony Malone as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, he's got lots of ideas and about it. And uh, I, when when you came up with it, he was really, really keen uh, to see that one come to fruition. So it's a great idea. So, yeah. yeah, it was a bit random, really. I didn't I remember sitting in the library yeah. trying to figure out my application. And, things. <laughs> and I was also writing my personal statement for university at the yeah. time. So yeah. I kind of crossed yeah. over. Crossed oh, I mean, the else. standard of those applications was so high. It was so hard that that I remember the meeting when we we sort of trying to choose, um, but it was really really difficult. And we were trying to, you know, obviously the projects had a bit of an effect on things because we wanted to balance the projects out with ones we already had. Um, yeah. But we're looking for people that we thought would just fit in with the team and get on with things, you know. And yeah, it's ever so hard. Right. And my original idea yeah. was to, to do the to do something physiology based. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> ah, right. On your website, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, right. So I kind of scrapped the whole thing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it'll come to me when it comes to me. <laughs> and then I was swimming. Yeah. James yeah. away, I was like, oh, this is what I need to do. Yeah, that's brilliant, though. Yeah, I really see. It really suits it. I've, I'm, I'm excited about your books. You've got to come up. And are you going to get them illustrated, or are you going to illustrate them yourself? Um, I'm hoping. Yeah. And I have, I have actually spoken. My grandma. Yeah. Has always. She's an artist. Oh, cool! She's illustrated quite a few children's books. So oh, I was wow. hoping we could maybe do it together. That'd be brilliant. That would be really good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, she's always been so supportive of my of any trip I've done. Yeah. In fact, every time I go and see her, she's always, well, where are you off to next? Yeah, what she yeah. Does now? Oh, that's good. So, yeah. I'd really like to do it with her. Yeah, no, that should work. Cool. Okay, right, your earliest memory. It can be your earliest scouting memory if, it, if you haven't got an earliest memory memory. But uh, what, what would you say the earliest thing you can remember? I'd say... One of my earliest memories, definitely, is walking with my dad uh -huh. down to the local park. Yeah. And my dad was much more of a, oh, just go and explore yourself person, where my mum was always, oh, well, you better be careful. Uh-huh. So I think he walks with my dad. Yeah. On the beach, by the park, he would just be like, well, I'll walk along this path, on you go. Yeah. And it was just the best time running around and kind of falling over and making all my own mistakes. Right. 
and not having someone always there to catch me. I think that's yeah. nice. So, so walking with dad in the park. Yeah. Well, great earliest memory. Okay. And how old were you? Do you reckon? I mean, I that was my first ever house was there was by the park. Yeah, yeah. So ever since I could walk, we've been walking that way. Okay. Yeah. So very early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, R, that's R and E done. Q for um, question for Shackleton. So if uh, you could travel back in time and ask Ernest Shackleton a question, what would you ask him? I think I'd try and get his take on why scouts. Like, why did you choose ah, okay. scouts to come with you? What okay. part of that program made you think these these boys will be capable? Yeah, yeah. I think and try and understand because then you know scouting is such a big part of modern day life as well mm-hmm. as it was back then. So trying to understand how those fundamental you know resilience, teamwork, those yeah. fundamental skills that. Yeah. He possibly chose the scouts for then, you know, how can that And scouting was co- scouting was scouting. quite young, wasn't it then? So yeah. So it scouting was what fourteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> but it had got really quite established because the first jam the first big jamboree was in twenty one. So yeah. yeah. So, so Olympic yeah. made a huge impact. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see his take on that, that's nice. on so, scouting. Yeah, like that. So why did he want to take scouts with him? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Right, uh, that's our EQ. You, unbelievable truth. So tell us something that we might not know about you that uh, might surprise us. Could be somebody strange you've met or something wacky you've done. I've been indoor skydiving. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good one. Um, yeah. It was a it was a Christmas present from my aunt and uncle. Uh-huh. My my me and my brother, who's three years younger. Yeah. We were given this huge box and it was very exciting. Um until we found it was empty. Oh. We were quite disappointed. Oh. But we got to the bottom. Yeah. There was a piece of paper taped to the bottom of the box. Right. And it was it was half an hour of indoor skydiving oh, in a huge big wind tunnel. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I bet that was good. And you both did it um, together. Yeah, we both yeah. did it together. It must well, have been, I must have been about 11. Uh-huh. So, yeah, great. It's a that, great memory. That's a good one. That's a good claim to fame, that one. I like that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right, food. Uh, emergency rations. So what food would you want to take with you to Antarctica and uh, what, you know, and why? So having done <laughs> my Duke of Edinburgh expeditions, uh-huh. one thing we were always told was don't take anything tinned any cans because yeah. they're heavy yeah <laughs> and one thing i always took was a tin of baked beans because <laughs> i knew if yeah. i was sad or low in the middle days yeah that i could have a tin of baked beans and i'd feel much better <laughs> so, I'd probably take that. <laughs> so you're, t- we're at, you're actually going to be exporting heinz baked beans to antarctica okay yeah yeah fair enough <laughs> Good. All right, that's the emergency rations. Now, something special that you would want to take with you? Anything my grandma made. Oh, that's nice. What sort of things does she make? She likes to experiment. Right. Because she knows I won't complain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 
every time I go for lunch or for dinner, um, me and my partner go, and she's always like, oh, I've never tried this before, but here, have some of this. She yeah. always comes up with new ideas. Okay. It's always followed by a lemon meringue pie. Okay, so this is more food. So you're taking yeah. more food. Right, so you're the first person to take emergency rations and you're something special is more food. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, and you've explained why that's important. So, yeah. Food's yeah. a big, yeah. big mood Yeah. Thing. Right. Um, your feelings about Antarctica, your thoughts about Antarctica. So why is it such a special place, do you think, for you? I think it's interestingly terrifying. Okay. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the the videography that comes and people on boats and these beautiful mm-hmm. animals and just the scenery mm-hmm. is scary. Yeah. It's intimidating. Yeah. It's so vast. Yeah. But when often with these sort of films and things and things that we'll be seeing is when yeah. you get up close, you can find the the smaller scale kind of beauty to it. Okay. And it's not just this giant sheet of ice. Yeah, I think, I, I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm in exactly the same position because I've never been there. But I saw, yeah. I, I totally get where you're coming from. So there's a huge difference between how it is in your imagination um, and the images you get from a place. It's like uh, when I went to see the Grand Canyon, you know, it's the same thing. You sort of, yeah. you, you can see pictures of the Grand Canyon, but it's not the same as standing at, no. you know, the top and, of the Grand Canyon and looking down into it. Yeah. And you'll notice things when, when you are there, and when we do go, you yeah. will notice things that nobody may have noticed before yeah. or that haven't been portrayed on film. Uh-huh. And suddenly that's, that's a really unique experience to you and nobody else can have had that no, exact that's... same experience. No, that's cool. Okay, so that's it for this episode. I just want to say um, thanks to everyone that's uh, spurring us on, even during this lockdown time. Um, So uh, we are so motivated to make this project work. Um, So all the best, stay safe, and uh, see you in the next episode. Bye for now.